You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals. We live tweet every single Royals game. Follow at Locked On Royals on Twitter. On today's show brought to you by BuiltBar.com. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. Get 15% off your next order. We're going to dive into the Royals getting a massive series win. Them and the Dodgers are the only two teams not to lose a series yet this year. And, and the Royals continue to overperform and go above and beyond. So today we asked the question, is this Royals team special? Do they have something special about them? Do they have a magical run in them? We break down the entire series and also get to if seven inning games should be legitimate or not for milestones and much, much more. But let's start with the overview, right? The, the, the over question of, is this Royals team special? Can they pull off some sort of run? Can they be a playoff team? Well, before the year, we outlined that if you have a strong April, that can carry you. In baseball, you really need two good months. You need two good months and a couple mediocre months, and you can get in to that wild card spot. So far, the Royals have their one good month, and this was the month to do it. You play a lot of teams that are beatable, but it's the way that they've gotten to this point. They did what they should do against Texas, right? They they were able to go against Texas, one, two, or three. Cleveland, they split that wacky two-game set. Chicago, they, they go one and one because of that rain out. And then against the Angels, take that series. Against the Blue Jays, you take this series. The ask against the Blue Jays was to split the series. You not only split the series, you won the series. And that sets you up in so many ways because now you look at this Rays series and even if you get swept, if the Rays come into Kauffman Stadium and win three out of three, which the Rays are a good team. Even if they do that, you're still feeling great about this team. You've set yourself up on this cushion now that you've beaten the Blue Jays and won this series and not split this series. Now that you've gone above and beyond to where if you get one of these games or, or heaven forbid you win the series, you're in great position to end out the month. Because at the end of the month, you get the Detroit Tigers and the Pittsburgh Pirates. Two teams who the Kansas City Royals in this stage of the rebuild, in this stage of their team, should dominate. You should dominate the Tigers and the Pirates. You've put yourself in position to do exactly what you had to do to be that playoff team. Now, there's still some holes. There's still things need to be fixed. No team's perfect yet besides the Dodgers. The Dodgers are just incredible, and they have talent everywhere, and they're too good, and they're awesome. Beyond the Dodgers, though, every team has holes. The Royals are no different. There are things that need to be corrected. For one thing, Hitting with runners in scoring position. If the Royals could just simply hit with the runners in scoring position, this game today, especially on Sunday, would have been a blowout. Blowout for Kansas City. They need to fix that. They're starting pitching, starting to turn the corner a bit. Brady Singer has a great outing today. 
They need to fix those two things. If they do, absolutely, this team can be a playoff team. This team feels special. It feels like they're on the brink. It feels like they're a wild card type of team. It feels good. They're doing all the right things. And in terms of win-losses, they're doing exactly what they have to do. Think back to the, not, not only have they not lost a series yet this year, think back to all the preview series, right? All the previews for every series that I've laid out here on this podcast. Every single preview, whatever I've asked the outcome to be of that series, a split, a win, draw, whatever. Whatever I've asked, they've gone above and beyond to take care of. And, and you look no further than this weekend. Whenever you're hoping that you can split with the scrappy Blue Jays that are a, a fun young team, you win the series. I know that that each team, Blue Jays and, and Angels, have had some injuries. But these are the teams you're competing with for that wild card spot. These are the teams. And even Sands injuries for the Angels and, and the Blue Jays, if they were fully healthy, these two teams are not fall off, far off. The the Royals are done with injuries too, right? So these two teams are not far off. You know, these three teams, I should say, are not fall off, far off. It's where the Royals are in the thick of things. And, and I feel confident right now that my prediction will be correct, that this Royals team is a third-place team. That will be an 80-plus one team that will be in it till the bitter end for the playoffs and could possibly get there. Because, again, in baseball, this is a big marathon for sure, but when, when the dust settles, you need two good months and, and, mediocre, and, and mediocrity the rest of the way. That's all, and you've gotten your one good month. Let's see if you can carry this into next month. Let's see if you can carry this into next series, and do not let the Royals win two of three. If the Royals win two of three against Tampa Bay, all bets are off. This is a playoff team. We joke about first place Kansas City Royals. We joke about all that, but it, it, it's silly. It's, it's silly to let a a one series define that, right? One series define what this team will be, and, and that's not to say that if you get swept by Tampa, the the season is done. Not at all. I'm just saying that if you do find a way to win two of three or better from Tampa, you've put yourself in a golden position. You're already one of the best teams in the American League. I mean, Boston is 10 and 6. The Royals are 9 and 5. So, by record and win percentage, the Royals are better. So, so you're the best team in the American League right now by win percentage. If you beat Tampa Bay 2 3, right, you get your 11th win on the year. You've gotten 11 wins on the month at that point before playing. Here's the big thing before playing the Tigers for four games, the Pirates for two games. And then, and then you end the month on the final day playing one game against the Twins, who are dealing with COVID right now, and the Twins, who you had their number a bit last year. Can you continue that? I mean, these teams go on year-long stretches against Kansas City. Why can't Kansas City do that get to somebody else? Why can't they do that to somebody else like the Twins? To where if you get 11 wins, 11 wins before four with the Tigers and two with the, with the Pirates, you could have a big enough month this month to truly solidify your spot as a wild-card team. Because you, everyone discounts April baseball. And you cannot win this division in April. But you can bury yourself too far behind. And that's what the Kansas City Royals have done in their past and in, in, in their history. They've not done that this year. And they've gotten themselves such a cushion this year that if they can just savage one good month, you know, another good month from May through September, if they get one more good month, then all of a sudden they're a playoff team because of how good April was. That's why April baseball matters. That's why this season matters starting day one through the end of the month and through the end of the year. Because you just need two months like this. And you're telling me that I bank in the first one on the the first month of the year and that I have 
five more to play with, right? I have, I have May, June, July, August, September to play with because you're going to be playing through September and in October. You have five months. You guys will be good for one more of those months after this month. Do not let the Royals win two of three from Tampa Bay. Just do not let it, just do not let it happen in baseball because at that point, Kansas City is officially back. And guess what? Kansas City has a good chance to do it. I mean, of course, it's Tampa Bay, and they just won a series against New York. They, I believe that they swept New York again. They're, they've been beating up the Yankees. But the, the pitching matchups, and that's deceptive against Tampa Bay, mind you. All right, but the pitching matchups, you're going to have Duffy, you're going to have Keller, and you're going to have Junis going for your three. And then they're going to have openers and, and wackiness, which they're great at, but sometimes that can fall through against a lineup like Kansas City. We'll see what happens. But just do not let Kansas City win two of three from Tampa Bay. Do not let that happen because Kansas City will be back and they'll be a playoff team. And what's great about this series is, as we stay at the top of the show, it's house money. If they get swept by Tampa Bay, if they get swept, their expectations do not change. If the worst case scenario happens and Kansas City is swept Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, nothing changes. Nothing. Because you took care of business, because you actually took care of your business, you can afford to get swept. And that's just, that takes a lot of pressure off, right? That makes our lives easier as a fan because you can just get to, get to sit back and relax and watch the games. I'm asking for one win this series because of the fact that they took care of business. I want one win. One lousy win this week against Tampa Bay. That's it. And if you get two of three or better, we're going to be partying. We're going to be partying all summer long. And you got three intriguing pitchers. I mean, you got Junis and Duffy, who've been awesome, and then Keller, who almost gave you his first quality start by the letter of the rule. He was an out away from an official quality start, but still a good start from Keller his last time out, which really hurt my fantasy team because he was an out away from a quality start, but nonetheless, I still like it from Keller. So I'm, I'm interested in the series, and it can really go a long way in this future. Let's dive into the actual games, though, against Toronto. Games two, three, four this series. But first, I want to tell you about our good friends over at BlueNile.com. Listen, BlueNile.com is awesome. It's brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that responsibly source, including limited edition diamonds at a fair price. So 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinct designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy to their life. Uh, the using only diamonds responsibly resourced from Botswana. Ten female design masters have each produced a unique, beautiful ring, ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They are the perfect way to bring light to her life or their life. They're available now through Mother's Day only at BlueNow.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. This collection features high-quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight at fairly price points. So... You can give her something special and truly meaningful. Listen, 1010 is awesome. So they're perfect for the hunt on the perfect, unique ring. Trust them. They'll treasure it forever. And you'll definitely be going back and wanting to check this out. So again, bluenow.com, words 1010 to search. Bluenow.com, search 1010 uh, at bluenow.com. Let's talk now about our good friends over at BetOnline.ag. Listen, BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sport action. Football might be over with the NBA. MLB, NHL are in full swing. But guess what, folks? Football's over. You can still bet on the NFL draft over at betonline.ag. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time, updated odds, and prop bets on almost anything you can imagine. 
BetOnline has you covered for the news, the scores, the odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus for your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts. Listen, BetOnline.ag, the promo code locked on will get you that 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, promo code locked on 50% welcome bonus. Once again, folks, BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag, promo code locked on 50% welcome bonus for your first deposit. Try them out today, BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag, promo code locked on 50% welcome bonus. I want to tell you right now about our good friends over at the Locked On Today podcast. The Locked On Today podcast is hosted by Peter Bukowski, and Peter Bukowski takes you around sports in under 20 minutes. Subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever else you get your podcast from for the Locked On Today podcast. This series against Tampa Bay, not Tampa Bay, Toronto, I jumped ahead a bit. Toronto was awesome. I mean, it was awesome. And they had the rain out on Friday, get you an off day. We talked about that on Friday's show. And then they played a seven-inning doubleheader. And in game one of that doubleheader, they got almost no hit. Almost no hit. And the question becomes, do seven-inning no-hitters count? I am on board of saying no, that they do not count because I've seen far too many no-hitters get broken up in the eighth, ninth inning. In fact, even with two outs to go in the ninth inning. So I would not have counted that as a legitimate no-hitter. But it was almost going to happen. It almost could have been perfect also. At the end of the day, the Royals did get a hit, and they did get a run even, but they fall 5-1 to one in Game 1. Nicky Lopez was awesome for breaking up that no-hitter with his, I believe, triple, but, but no, either way, he breaks up a no-hitter. And the Royals struggle with, scoring, with runners in scoring position. Carlos Santana gets his 1,000th walk, and away we go. But Attendi makes a great grab against the wall, like he's outscored him. That was fun. But in Game 2 is where things got interesting. So in game two, Irvin Santana starts for the Royals, and Irvin Santana has a 1-2-3 inning to start things out, and he looks really good. He had a tough luck two-out double that could have been a strikeout a couple pitches before, I believe, but also the, the hit itself was just a kind of fluky hit that found space, and that happens sometimes. And then that runner coming around to score, obviously, in the RBI double to follow up that at-bat. But Santana, in general, is awesome. Impressive. Three innings pitched, two hits, one run given up, he had that lucky double again that just cost him his day. But Santana was really good. And in a seven-inning game, if you go three innings and that limits your bullpen's usage and work, you've done your job for Irvin Santana. What the Royals struggled with is the fact that once again in this game, Whitmerfield leads off with a double. And then following that double to lead things off, your guy gets on, no outs, guy in scoring position. Strikeout, strikeout, infield single for Santana, strikeout. You squander it. You squander the leadoff double. And that's a theme for Kansas City this weekend, even though they win two of three this weekend. Dyson has a triple to lead things off. Scores on a ground ball to first because uh, Ben Attendee hits that ground ball and Dyson's just so aggressive. Really a bang-bang play that, you know, you probably don't send Dyson on typically, but since the offense was so bad and, and could not get hits together and just could not hit with runs in scoring position, you just try it out and, and put pressure on him and hope that it works out. And it did work out. Dyson scores. And then the Royals tied it up because Carlos Santana doubles to the wall to score Andrew Benatendi. And then from there, Jake Brintz comes in and he gives up his first hit and first, run, I should say first hit, first run of the season. That's to be expected from a guy that's in his shoes as a rookie, but I still love what we've seen from Jake Brintz. He does go up the walk, the single, the sack fly, tie game at that point, and his first run's given up. Kim Gallagher made a game-saving caught stealing that I thought really changed the dynamics of this game. So it's a tie game in the seventh inning. Top of the order up, and Salvador Perez is that walk-off home run. 
3-2 Royals win. KC gets their split. At that point, we only knew it was a split. And then we found out that they actually won the series. Of course, that prevented them from losing a series this year. So they still are the second team to have not lost a series yet with the Dodgers. And then the third career walk-off home run for Salvador Perez, who's just been on fire this week. Uh, Nick Heath gets traded to Arizona for a unknown relief pitcher. I do not like losing Keith, Nick Heath, and he goes he was awesome on Sunday in his Arizona debut. Love that for him. And then Game Four happens, and Game Four is the big one, right? The Salvador Perez walk-off home run was awesome. I mean, anytime you hit a walk-off, it's incredible. And, and Perez, no less, hitting that into the fountains was incredible and awesome. But I loved Game Four even more. Brady Singer. His has two Ks in the first inning. He has a quality start in this game. He has a walk and a single in the second, but gets out of that jam with a massive K. Brady Singer was incredible. Six scoreless innings, six Ks, two hits, three walks, quality start for him. Brady Singer bounces back in a big way, and it's going to be a start for him that really propels him through the rest of this year and makes him that Cy Young caliber pitcher we thought he could be. He will be special one day, but that day is coming soon, and you saw that a bit in this game as well for Brady Singer. The bullpen picks him up. Kyle Zimmer goes 1-2-3. Josh Stamont is able to pitch on the second day of a back-to-back. He pitched on Saturday as well, and he gets a clean inning, and then Greg Holland in the ninth, 1-2-3, shuts the door, gets the series save. Although Brady Singer cannot get the win you know, because of the score and, and how silly that rule is, he was awesome in this start. Singer did not get any run support, though, as you can imagine, but the team finally did come through. But there was plenty of chances to get Singer in line for that win, but there were plenty of chances because Whit Merrifield in the first inning, once again, gets on second to lead things off. The walk, the the stolen base, he's on second, no outs. Santana behind him, singles, runs on the corners, no outs. Runners on the corners, no outs. Top of your order up, first inning. You can make a statement here. And what happens from there? Well, Perez Ks, Soler walks, bases loaded one out. Bases loaded one out. First inning, Alberto, fly out. Dozier, ground out. Awful, awful, awful. Awful with runners in scoring position. While everything's all sunshines and rainbows because you won, runners in scoring position could have easily lost you this game. Easily, easily, easily lost you this game. You load the bases up a couple times and you had nothing to show for it. Bases loaded two outs. Salvi, first pitch, fly out. Rose had six left on base within the first two innings. First two innings. Tyler Smith makes a great play in the field. Also, by the way, Tyler Smith back in the lineup. That was fun. Isbell has a leadoff single. Three straight outs afterwards because Isbell was also caught stealing after that single. And then the offense finally comes through because you guessed it. In the seventh inning, Salvador Perez hits a two-run jack and the Royals win. Perez loves the seventh inning and the seventh day of the week also and Perez had probably the best week you can ever have. We'll talk about that coming up. But first, I'm going to tell you about our good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a phenomenal protein bar. It tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. Get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Promo code LOCKED15. 15% off your next order. Listen, they have six brand new flavors. Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. They're soft and easy to chew with 100% real chocolate on the outside. They are phenomenal. Great for the health-conscious person to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. The Built Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet. My personal favorite is the cookies and cream option. 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of protein, and 
four grams of net carbs, I should say. They're awesome. Billbar.com, promo code LOCK15. Billbar.com, promo code LOCK15. 15% off your next order. That's your next order, not just your first order. Billbar.com, promo code LOCK15. 15% off your next order. I want to say right now to go listen to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball podcast for all of your fantasy baseball news. Follow them, Locked On Fantasy Baseball, on the Odyssey app or wherever else you get your podcast from. Let's talk about this upcoming series once more. This Royals team has the chance to be special, and if they win 2-3 of three against Tampa Bay, they'll be very special. I look forward to it. I'm excited about it. But again, remember, folks, this is a good race team. Records early on are screwy, right? Do not let the record deceive you. This is a good race team. Really good race team. They were in the World Series last year, for God's sake. And remember that because of the equity you built up beating the Angels, beating the Blue Jays, splitting with the White Sox and the Indians and beating the Rangers, because of all of that, you've built up such equity that you can afford to be swept. And that's not going to happen very often this year, but you can afford to be swept. So if they lose tonight, or they lose tomorrow, remember that winning one game this series would be a huge deal. Much less two. But you know what? This team has overachieved at every step. Every time I put out my my expectation for the series, they overachieve it. If you've listened to the show all year long, you know that. Every time. And we'll see if they can do it again. Because I would be so happy if they got one win, much less two, much less three. So my official ask is one win, but if they lose all three, it's not time to panic. It's not chicken little time. The sky's not falling. It's no big deal. We're here every single day talking about Kansas City baseball. Be sure to subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts from. Follow me on Twitter at Locked On Royals. Be good and be good to one another. We'll see you next time on the Locked On Royals podcast. Hey, 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 hey. Baseball with the